How's it going? It's been a while. Back to doing some podcasts. Sorry, I've been busy. I have, but I would like to do two of these a month. If you're listening to this and you're interested in hearing this podcast, subscribe. That way, whenever I do do it, you'll get a notification. All right. But I'm going to try to do two a month. I fell off a little bit. I was busy because one of the bands I was in released a new album. Uh, we're the best of the worst. It's a Skogport band. It's existed for probably 15 years. If you follow this label, you probably wouldn't like the music. So if you like choke artists, uh, you're probably more interested in like a, a Chan type band, like something that sounds like Chan, like intricate, intricate music, guitars, you know? This band is more like if Chan played ska and breakdowns and had horns. So it's a little different. Might not be your cup of tea. I've been busy with that. I've been busy learning the new Invalids LP, which um, we're going to do a podcast with Invalids when we get closer to recording that album. I'm recording one or two songs a month. I'm slow. I'm not, I'm not computer Brock that's just fucking learns it in three hours. It takes me usually 12 to 20 hours to learn a song and memorize it and then another five hours to get it solid and then another three hours to record one song. So I'm slow, but I'm really excited for that LP. In addition to those two bands, In Angles is recording next month. Every band I'm in is recording this year. So In Angles is hitting the studio next month where I'm actually hitting an Airbnb with the boys this weekend. We'll be fun. We'll get to kick it, you know. Uh, we'll get to write some jams. But yeah, I've been doing all that shit. I've been doing music stuff. And uh, I've been doing pre-orders and sending that out for um, the Best of the Worst LP, which we co-released with Bad Time Records. And Adventurer was a post-hardcore band, some friends of mine. We released their old uh, EP onto vinyl. So I have that also. So I've just been... I've been busy. I have Crohn's. What do you What do you fucking want from me? I'm trying my best. But I appreciate you listening. Seriously, uh, this episode this week is a lot of fun, and uh, I'm calling it Burning Bridges. It's a special episode with two friends I've made through the DIY scene. Kyle, who's the guitarist and vocalist of the band Steve. They just joined the band Still Hungry. They've run a lot of shows in New Jersey under uh, Kai Presents, I think is what they were calling it. Really focused on inclusivity. Bringing new people into the scene, you know. Um, and we had Teddy, who is uh, the co-host of the Chumbology podcast, a Chumbawamba anthology podcast. If you like Chumbawamba, I recommend giving it a listen. I was on this show, and it was super fun. But they ran shows out of their house in Newark for a while under uh, the moniker Rat Brain Records. They did a lot of stuff for the DIY scene over there. They've played in some bands like Basement Beers and Gombo. So yeah, uh, look, we we told some jokes. We threw some. We threw some shade this episode, so I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. I had fun. Uh, what are you going to do? Take my job away? You're going to take me? I'm not going to be a teacher anymore because I don't like your band. I don't give a shit. Whatever. They're, my kid, my students wouldn't like your band either, I swear. Uh, so we're going to get this episode rolling. Subscribe. That's it. All right. Later. Enjoy. All right, we got this baby rolling. We got a, a hot new podcast. <laughs> Very nice background. <laughs> you you missed Kyle and I's uh, pitch uh, for the Joker, which is the Joker to Joker. Wait, new... wait, you need to elaborate. Let me introduce. We have Kyle <laughs> and Teddy, who I've known through, I, I guess, music and shows, and uh, just been around for a while. Yeah. We're here to just pal around a little bit. Light, lighten the mood. So go, go on. <laughs> tell, tell me about my my griff. Um, so we're we're pitching the new choke artist uh, mascot, which is the choker, aka the choke artist Joker. 
and it's basically just you and Joker makeup. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. People would buy it. People would buy anything from Joe Curtis. Is that on a so. hat? <laughs> I hope so. Create culture. Isn't yeah. That, isn't that like a Chipotle slogan? Like to sort of gentrify the music scene. Yeah. Create dope culture. Yeah. Create culture is one step away from we live in a society. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I did a I did a a jigsaw Instagram filter and I posted it for to the best of the worst and it bombed. I had to tell the whole band like this post bombed so bad that I'm sorry, but it, it looked horrible and. Even if I think it's funny, people don't want to see that. Because <laughs> it's so disturbing. It was it was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's really not good. But I what's, had a blast. What's the point of being a band if it's not like abusing your social media to make jokes that only you find funny? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Well, it, it's hard with, with Instagram now too, which is where I feel like most millennials, most people my age will, will go to Instagram and... Uh, I feel like you have to have your face in pictures for it to work or it just, ha- it's annoying. I, I see that shit all the time where it's like face for the algorithm. And it's like, no, you just wanted to post a selfie, bro. That's, <laughs> that's, that's cool too, dude. Like that's totally fine. I only post selfies, I think. <laughs> yeah. At least you could own it though. Yeah, I own it. <laughs> no face for the algorithm. It's just my face. Cause I think I'm good looking. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why I use Twitter because I'm very funny, but I'm also very ugly. So it's uh, the one medium where I don't have to show my face. I disagree. I like the hair a lot. <laughs> Thank you. My my gamer headset. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. There was a tweet today. So there was like a viral tweet that it was like, "Let's normalize hot people liking ska." So I did a retweet, but I I sometimes in the shower I'll like shave all my facial hair off except like weird parts of my goatee. Oh, nice. So I did a nice quote to you with that. I love just being like ugly and stupid online. You know, that's the only reason why I want facial hair so I could do the stupid things. But like the, my my kind of people, we don't make that facial hair. Holy shit, Joe. What the fuck, dude? That's, you look like you would front like a disturbed cover band. <laughs> you look like you went to the barber and he was on the beard and you said, give me sideburns. And that's what he came up with. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a negative goatee. Like yeah. you just have you have the hugging the sides of it. The uh, the thing I really like about wearing masks nowadays is that I can have like ridiculous facial hair and no one knows. I literally had like a two inch long mustache for the first six months of the pandemic, and like three people saw it because everyone else who saw me, I was behind a mask. Yeah, so, no one knows the real me. Is what I'm trying to say. It's very Joker. I, <laughs> yeah. I'll also say that I'm pretty pro mask because I didn't get strep throat at all last year in 2020. <laughs> and I get strep throat every single year. Like not like horrible, but enough that it like fucks me up for a week or two, but I didn't get it at all last year. So it's almost like wearing something that protects my germs from other people's germs actually does something. Yeah. <laughs> like it was nice. It's yeah. almost like the way that we were living as a society was really disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so I'm currently I'm watching The Wire right now, which is like a show that I think started in 1999, I think, or maybe maybe like a little bit later than that. Either way, the one thing that trips me up is like, oh, why aren't they using their iPhones to geolocate these fucking drug dealers? <laughs> and then the other thing is, oh man, all these streets are so filthy, and they're just passing money back and forth. <laughs> 
It's in Baltimore, right? <laughs> yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, I have so many people have recommended it to me. That show, I'm I haven't watched it, but I, it's on my list, I guess. Yeah, I, I have a running list, and and like I've been going through that those pretty much all of quarantine at this point. So now I'm on the wire, <laughs> right? So I think uh, I think they shoot a lot at the sidebar, which is like a punk venue in Baltimore. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't know that. It's a dingy dive. It's kind of like the yeah. court the court tavern of uh, of Baltimore, sans the sketchy landlord owner, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but, I played at the sidebar once and got made fun of by the singer from War on Women. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. In a fun way or just in a way? Um, in a kind of in fun a, way. Okay. Yeah. In yeah. like the way where you're not so sure how to take it. So you're exactly, like, <laughs> yeah. They were, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> yep, they... They're friends with Pierce from Cutters and we we're on tour with them and we were playing and like, as you mentioned, the sidebar is like a very gross bar and I was wearing like a neon pink like sweatshirt and like booty shorts and this person just like snapped a photo of me and I was like, why are you taking my photo? And they're like, oh, I just want to show everyone how punk this show is tonight or something like that. I was like, okay, that seems uh, a little weird, but that that's fine, weird. I guess. Yeah, you know, I had, a, I had a dude at um, fucking, what's the one in Trenton? Mill Hill. I had a dude at Mill Hill. I was just sitting at the bar and he took a photo of me with his phone and we're both sitting at the bar, by the way. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm here, he's here. And he goes, took a photo of me. And then I said, what's up? And he's like, you look like someone I know. And I said, you had to take the photo of that? <laughs> and that's not like punk rock related at all. Cause like Mill Hill gets some very interesting yeah. characters on some nights. Yeah. So like that, it was, I just forget what else happened. I don't remember. I just remember having a big camera in my fucking face. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> rude. It's very rude. It's rude as shit. At least yeah. don't use the flash. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who, and like, who cares if you're like, Oh, I'm the punkest. I can do whatever. Like, I don't know. feels like gatekeepery to like take a picture of you too, Teddy. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. It felt, it felt really off. And it was like, all right, like, I don't really give a shit, but like, all right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Mill Hill, the last time I was at Mill Hill, uh, me and Sean were smoking weed with a bartender, and uh, we were like talking about like vinyl releases or something like that. And the guy goes like, "Yeah, I don't listen to MP3. That shit gives you cancer." And we both kind of like laughed. And he's just like, "No, look it up. MP3s give you cancer. They tested it on rats. It's something to do with the frequencies." And we we're both like, "Oh yeah, sure, man. Of course." Like, ha <laughs> <laughs> The rats are like, "Oh, this mix fucking yeah. sucks. I need to die." <laughs> yeah, they didn't say mp3s of what so that might be part of it yeah you should have um, just said like bro like you're fucking up already whatever nothing waver nothing <laughs> waver dad yeah i only listen to flax okay so i think i'm safe it's weird because usually the people that are like that are like uh i've been watching like a lot of pickup truck guy videos and it, there's like oh yeah they talk about like the golden frequency which is like you're supposed to tune a to 442 yep. to 440 yeah. And yeah. they're like, this is what you need to do to be one with nature. But it's all like pickup truck guys. And they have like, <laughs> it's like a video of them driving up a mountain just with that frequency playing. And they're like, yeah, this, <laughs> this is good for you. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite thing is um, like the, uh, the Venn diagram of people that uh, think like the A frequency is wrong is like weird, like right wing, like truckers and then like EDM fans. I know there's like an entire subject of electronica where they tune to like, the healing frequencies or whatever, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's like Absolutely real conspiracies. Wild. There's real conspiracies about it. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I think people te- like things. I don't, I don't fucking yeah. get it sometimes, but people <laughs> like stuff. Yeah. It's true. I, I think, think they're right. So, <laughs> Teddy, I think since we last spoke, I've like 
fallen back on conspiracies because I've been, I was like, maybe I'm like, <laughs> I got to fucking chill a little bit, like with everything. I don't know. Yeah. Dan, when Dan edited that episode and took out like the entire chunk of me and you just talking about like pedophile cabals. And I was like, why would you do that? And then they played it back for me. And I was like, oh yeah, this was completely unlistenable. <laughs> yeah. You made the right choice for <laughs> Tell them I said yeah. thank you. I'll thank you. Yeah. <laughs> cutting, cutting out like the 20 minutes where you and me just like talk about Comet Ping Pong or whatever. And yeah, and all it took for, for you to say was, I don't think they have a basement. And my whole argument was, <laughs> was deflated. And I was like, I have nothing now. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah. All I know is it's good to be nice to people and rock, rock yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> Are you are you gonna go to that uh, mosh for pause? Not mosh for pause. What is it? Uh, mosh for oh, pause. I so, saw that on Twitter. I, I don't know what's up with that. What what is you're, that? You're playing that though, Joe. Right? Choke artist is playing. <laughs> there, there is a band called. Choke oh, I Artists. did see that. I saw that. I remember seeing that. And I was like, who the hell is this? It's just me going on stage and selling hats. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's oh, a show. So like every DIY band in the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, Look, you got to make your money somehow. You gotta, you gotta be slinging their shirts on Instagram. Dude, I fucking know? love. I, I fucking love how like bands like went from like fuck, we can't play shows anymore. Let's be t-shirt companies. Like, <laughs> dude, I, yeah. If you want to, if you want to be a t-shirt company, by all means, be a t. Hundred yeah. oh, no. percent. Oh, we lost them. We lost Kai. They they got they got taken out for their hate on t-shirt companies. <laughs> we had a freeze Kai's cam. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they, they know too much. They know that Choker is just a shirt company at this point. So I know too much. You got taken I found out. out. I found out. Um, about to the, be the, fair, the I have I have bought in more long sleeve black t-shirts in the past six months than I have in the rest of my life. So if if a band makes a long sleeve black black t-shirt, my brain just like tells me to buy it now. Uh, there was something That's in fair. that vaccine. <laughs> I will say if, if bands make a really good black t-shirt in general, just like short sleeve, long sleeve, or whatever, I do go for black t-shirts. I love, yeah. I love black t-shirts. I'm, <laughs> I'm all about it's gotta be a long sleeve black t-shirt. It's gotta have the print on at least one arm, and I'm sold. Yeah. Print on one arm. I agree with yeah. that. I agree with that. <laughs> I'm with that. Because then it's worth the money. Because like exactly. bands we charge bands are charging like $40 sometimes for a long sleeve t-shirt that like I could also buy a long sleeve quality t-shirt at Uniqlo for $40. Yeah. You know, yeah. not like Gildan 500 heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. Lens, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's about the clout. It's about the clout yeah. matched to the That's weird. the other thing that gets me pissed off is when people Oh, uh, we lost Gildan, it. And I'm like, buy a different shirt. <laughs> no. Well, Teddy, you like Gildans, right? Because we printed those Gambo shirts for you. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember I was like, you want like next? I stopped printing since then because screen printing's a nightmare. Yeah. I wonder how high feels about this too, but they're frozen right now. <laughs> but, um, I was getting high off fumes in my attic, like screen printing shirts and like, yeah. evaporating the water-based ink. And like, <laughs> I burned, I burned my skin. I burned a hole in my couch. It was just a nightmare. So yeah, but, I don't uh, actually wear any of the shirts I buy. Um, I just put them in a box, and that's my retirement plan. Is one of these bands is going to make it big, and I can flip it on Depop for six hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, you can make like a fun quilt too. Oh no, we have two guys. Yeah, two guys. Welcome back. <laughs> All right, Kai. So I it didn't feel like you were talking about Ogbert the nerd, but let's. <laughs> it it didn't, but it it did. 
<laughs> As a friend of, of Madison's, I just felt like I needed to bring it up. Yeah. So um, before I recorded, uh, we, we started recording, I did ask my group chat if anyone had suggestions for what we could talk about. And uh, Madison did discuss, we talked about how much we hate them. So Okay, perfect. All right. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I can do any. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan of Ogbert. Ogbert, the Ogbert record was like probably the only thing that I actually listened to. Yeah. Like it's out fun. of my friends that released anything, you know? <laughs> like at least last year. This year, like a lot of people released some good stuff. Well, last year too. But over I, the quarantine, I mean. I think the only release I listened to. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Ogbert's album was the only album with guitars that didn't just make me fucking hate guitars. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I really liked it. I liked it because the energy was all there, yeah. and that's the only thing that I really didn't like about like any other Ogbert releases. <laughs> it's just like, oh, these songs are really good, but they sound like shit, and like the energy's <laughs> the energy's like not one hundred percent there. Like when I go watch them, they're fucking wild. So, yeah. like you know, that that's all. The old EP sounds like you put a cell phone under a blanket and you hit like voice record. <laughs> yes, <And they're> like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I might be coming off as an audiophile and I do apologize. Yeah. But. No, I I think I think that there's art in having a shitty sounding record and I, I think there's I think there's also art in having a really good sounding record. So yeah. it's it really does depend on like where you are. Like at the time when Ogbert only had two things out, it made a lot of sense that they sounded like shit. And like now they have like records and cool tapes and shit like that, where it's like, oh, this is great now. <laughs> yeah. This makes sense. To be fair, my favorite Steve record is still the one that sounds like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, understandably, I mixed it. <laughs> That's why it sounds like shit. That's why it's so good. It's got that touch, <laughs> that Kai touch to it. That like <laughs> it's all about the heart, you know? Yeah. That was when we were trying that, to that write real songs. Yeah, we were trying to write like we were trying to write real songs with like choruses and things. And like nah. nowadays I'm like, I don't even know what a chorus is. <laughs> <laughs> a chorus is just one really good 60 second song. Kind of, yeah. I wrote I wrote one chorus actually. I wrote one chorus last year and it is actually the end of the song and it only repeats it and then it fades out. So <laughs> the, the chorus fades out into nothing. Uh, we should talk about, I guess, Steve in theory, because I, I think like it's like, an, I, I don't know, it does feel very <laughs> like essential to DIY, like short sets, which is always appreciated, right? Yeah. Now, the album Making shit to everybody. Yeah, but that's, that's all good fun. Look, if you can't take a nice ribbing, then what are you doing playing in a band? Yeah. Stro- stroking your ego? You know? Yes. <laughs> well, my, my boys are, are, are um, they're good boys, but like, we we we're pretty mean. I'm very mean too. But like when we all ha- when we all hang out together, like we talk so much shit about like everybody. No yeah. one's off limits because because like ultimately we still like certain people for the reasons that we like them. But then like if somebody put like a or you know more in within the DIY scheme, if somebody made like a really shitty lead on one song, it's like dude that fucking sucks. Like that's the worst <laughs> lead to put in that song. You should have just not recorded it. <laughs> That's the thing that I hate the most about like the DIY music industry is that you actually know each other, so it's really weird to be mean. Like when you read yeah. like a record, when you read a record review, no one's ever mean, and it's just like if a record sucks, I want someone to tell me it sucks. I don't I want like that. nothing but puff pieces. Yeah. yeah like, if a record's bad, I'm gonna say it's bad, or I'm gonna like not book your band, and that's fine. It's not that you're a bad person or I don't like you, but 
it's fucking art. It does. It didn't yeah. resonate. That's it. Exactly. I can be really mean to like that. The closer I am with someone, the meaner I can be. Like I'm the meanest yeah. to my best fucking friends. For sure. <laughs> They'll send me stuff yeah. and be like, this sucks. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I would want them to do it to me because we have to keep each other in check. You know? Exactly. That's how it yeah. is. Yeah. But there's like that awkward, like middle ground where you like kind of know someone. So you don't want to talk shit about them. Whereas if you didn't know him at all, you can talk shit. Yeah, because they might book you like great yeah. dudes back hard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, great dudes back hard. I make my, all my, of my life decisions based around being booked in basements. So <laughs> <laughs> I was that way for so long. And then like I think 2019 was when I had a very like hard shift where it's just like, I'm only gonna book the people that I actually like and the people that I'll listen to. And you know, and, and the people like I actually talk to, you know, <laughs> like because it's it's one thing like to put I could say so many fucking bad things right now that I I have to not I have to be careful. So like uh, it's fly, one thing to put fly catcher fly fly. It's so it's so easy to put like like uh, uh, teacher Uga Booga on every single one of your jazz uh, Mason Gross school student <laughs> band <laughs> performance. Yes. you know, like Noted. it's yes. so easy to do that. It's so easy to do that. Or you could find somebody else who's doing something really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I've booked so many shows that have beaten shit. It's wild. And mm-hmm. the, I think the worst feeling, at least for me, because I, you know, and I don't book a lot, but w- when I do, I, I like when the lineup's good off the bat. Because if you're excited, oh other God. people will be. It's yeah. like the best feeling. But if you're booking a show that you're repaying a favor and you're like about to post and you're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and then it's like a week before and it's like 14 attending, like the bands aren't even fully attending. No one's promoting. It's fucking. It's like, why even do it? Cancel the show at that. Point. <laughs> but sometimes, go ahead, Teddy. I'm sorry. Sometimes, like a show that no one shows up to is a fun show. I've booked a bunch of shows that, like, no one gave a shit about except for me. But I had a really good time. I was just talking to one of my friends who lives in Detroit that I booked his uh, like electronica band as a favor for a friend like seven years ago at Boon Tunes, And I think like 10 people came and on Twitter today, someone else mentioned something about Bootin, and he was like, Oh yeah, I fucking love Bootin." And I was like, Oh yeah. Glad you had fun at that show that like 12 people showed up to in 2017. But <laughs> Hey, I had fun. <laughs> yeah. That is a good point. Yeah. Every now and then, like you will make like a good memory. I guess it is what you make of it. Yeah. In 2018, in like December or January, whatever, I booked a, I booked a, I was living in Philadelphia and I booked a, I booked a show for Feller from from uh like north jersey so i booked a gig for feller and quinn cicala from south carolina and literally nobody was at that fucking show <laughs> like, it was it was bands playing the bands and like two people that showed up uh and i don't even think they gave me money necessarily long story short i ended up paying like feller and quinn out of pocket because i just had money at that time and like you know it made sense and still i had a very good time at that gig because i got to actually watch feller play when at the other gigs, I'm stuck sitting outside, like marking people's hands, taking $5 or whatever, you know, at this gig, I was able to actually get down and watch every single band perform because nobody else was there. Yeah. A VIP performance. Yeah. It was pretty cool. We played when we were at South by Southwest, we played a show for literally one person once and it was at his house, but he let us shoot off fireworks inside his house after we finished playing. So it was still one of the best shows I've ever played. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you book my band and no one shows up, but you let me shoot off fireworks, that's fine. That's a good trade-off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good yeah. enough, I guess. <laughs> I think, like, something important about, not to be all, like, preaching weird, but, like, about DIY is that, like, you do give a shit about the other bands and you watch them. Yeah. You know? 
because that's how you like just make relationships and not for like for getting ahead or getting a favor, but just you're there for music. You're like, you like music. So yeah, you're there, you know, we I wouldn't know each other. Yeah. Yeah. None of I us would know each other. People that still go out to gigs. I have so much respect for the people that will like just go to a show even if they're not playing. Bobby Mahoney from East Brunswick is probably the most punk rock motherfucker. And that dude plays like rock Americana music on like short yeah. stages and shit like that. But like literally Bobby, I'll see it like six shows in a month. You know, and and like that's fucking cool. And it's not even shows I'm playing, or you know, he just goes to the gigs because he likes music. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bobby gets a huge shout out because we've never met, but we follow each other on Twitter. And uh, when Fuck he was yeah. supposed to open for Hoobastank, um, I asked him if he could guest list me, and he told me that he didn't get any guest list spots, but he would pay for my ticket so I could go see Hoobastank. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we've literally never met. And that's the nicest thing that anyone has ever done for me for a joke. And I was oh like, I, I told him, I was like, I'll pay for it. I'll come see y'all. And then the show got canceled for some reason. Probably who just thanked me fucking pretentious, but. <laughs> that's awesome. I, yeah. I, yeah, I think I know them. They actually asked about coming on the pod a while ago. Maybe I'll have, I've never met them, but they like reached oh, out. Yeah. But that's so oh, sick yeah. that they're just like down to fucking go to shows. You know, yeah. Bobby's, Bobby's the most punk rock motherfucker. And I'll say that. To the day I die, and again, he does play like very rock and roll music, yeah, but yeah. still so fucking punk rock. That kid is the best. Oh god, love Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> people like that are so vital to shit. Like just yeah, definitely, you know. It's I think it. You get disillusioned and you forget what it's about. You know, like go, go music and shows. And I think like especially now that time has passed, it's like I just miss. I got, I went to like a taco place and there was a DJ and I was excited. <laughs> me, and my, me and my girlfriend were like, Oh, did you hear he put air horns on that second verse of it wasn't me by Shaggy. And then I was like, Oh, he, he cut after the second chorus. That's a smart move. You don't, you don't need to hear the third verse of it. Wasn't me. Like we were just engaged in this fucking DJ playing. It, it was awesome. Dude, I, I was in Princeton. I was in Princeton one time by like where that square is at over the summer, like last summer. And yeah. there was a there was like a dad rock band playing out there. And I made my girlfriend sit, stand there with ice cream, and we watched the dad rock band play like you know Sweet Home Alabama or whatever. And I was like, fuck yeah, nail that! <laughs> it was so good, so good. Yeah, I think the I think the only live music I've seen since the quarantine began is I was in Center City, Philadelphia, and there was a person playing like old school like rock hits on tuba in one of the parks. And the same thing is I sat there and I watched them for like 10 minutes because I was like, damn, this is how how low I've gotten that I'm willing to watch <laughs> someone play tuba in a park. Like, yeah. Please, Dr. Fauci, let me sweat in a basement again. Mm. Yeah, when yeah. do you think it's going to happen? When do you think we'd actually be able to do it? I don't think for another year. Yeah, February, probably. Safely. Yeah, yeah next February, I'm thinking. I Maybe. think it depends on how actually good this Johnson & Johnson vaccine is. Because if it, they sure. can roll it out as fast as they say they can, and we can actually get everyone vaccinated, I'd say like maybe like the early fall. But Yeah. yeah. I heard <laughs> that they're, they're still trying to plan a way to make Fest in Florida happen, but I can't see it. Yeah. They're talking about like bands being like having like paperwork for vaccines if you're traveling abroad. I, I don't know. It's I mean, people. it's one of those things where like I think shows are going to start happening. Like, I mean, a, a band I mean, played at Chamber 43. 
Yeah, so, I, a shows, band. shows yeah. shows are already happening. Like I know people that have played shows during the pandemic. I know people who pretend they haven't played shows during the pandemic for cloud, but lie about playing shows. Uh, <laughs> well, I know people who drove out to Chicago to go play Audio Tree in, yeah. during the pandemic. So you know, <laughs> like I. So I think that we're going to see it kind of like ease in where people will start doing it before it's safe. And then there's going to be a point where even like you and I will have to be like, all right, well, fuck it. Everyone else is doing it and I'm vaccinated. So like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I, I think I'm going to be the same way. Like, you know, I'm yeah. not that I'm itching to do anything necessarily at this moment. Yeah. But I, I can sort of like feel in my bones that there's going to be at some point where it's like, I got to do what, what like I've done before, or at least like, one more yeah. time. you know i need one more. especially when it becomes like the norm even if it's like not safe if i'm vaccinated and everyone else is putting themselves at risk i'm gonna be like all right whatever like <laughs> yeah yeah there's only so much we can do about this because it was literally fucking handed to us like yeah. this so <laughs> yeah yeah you I, maybe then at that rate november december we'll see them smaller shows popping up yeah no matter what i feel like i'm gonna mask up at shows just because like me too. It's being surrounded by people in a basement sounds disgusting to me now. Yeah. Like I, I still, I still crave it in a way, in like a dirty, perverted way. But at the same time, it's just like mm, I would love to never have a human being sweat on me again without my consent. Like uh, I would love to never have someone spit beer on me from a show. Oh uh, like handshakes are gross to me now. They yeah. just seem stupid, and it's like, why am I even doing this? I don't know. I, I always thought handshakes were kind of a little weird to begin with, but you know. yeah, I like I like the foot bump thing everyone does. Like, I like the foot like bump too. Like I like the elbows. Soccer. Yeah, yeah, elbow. elbows is fun because like your hands are fucking dirty all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you think about that, definitely. My job's been pretty stupid um, because it's like band and orchestra. <laughs> Do you have like the little tents? Like, no, I, I saw that going around online. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> um, but. And I've been mostly virtual and I'm starting to see kids in person, but like not wins yet. But they're talking about getting like bell covers, but you can't play saxophone, right? Because there's like holes in it. So yeah. I mean, technically speaking, air could leak out of the sides. Your clarinet is the same way. But yeah. um, at a chamber, they had a, a saxophonist just fucking blow it away. Like on the top, I guess the new chamber 43, they have a patio. And I was like, that's just... So many gerbs, like just <laughs> shooting air, just spraying. So, so you're watching this dude play like a really great solo, but all you see are like acid trip lines of germs coming out of the sides. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a bad. I don't know. I mean, I, I only saw pictures, and it seemed like they were doing something safely. So, who knows? Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I feel like a lot of people just like like to throw around the word safe when it realistically isn't safe and they just like it's one of those things where it's like i'm having a party but it's socially distanced it's just like but is it really or are nah. you just are you just saying that so people won't give you shit on twitter like yeah two hours two hours in it's not socially distant yeah exactly exactly, exactly. you mix booze you, or alcohol anything like that weed, whatever it's like yeah, not you know you take the one picture where everyone's masked up and then as soon as the cameras are off it's like okay now we can get down yeah. to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> This past week, I, I played with another band called Still Hungry. And so we had like, they, they wanted to do sort of like a live stream thing. But, you know, it was like recorded stream and all that. And literally the, in, uh, throughout almost every practice, we were all masked. And I think we're the only band that has actually ever stayed nine feet away 
and masked entirely for like a week worth of rehearsals. And the only time we ever took them off and like I saw everybody's face was when we were either eating in our separate quarters <laughs> or or when we actually filmed the thing and we were still like nine feet away from one another. Yeah. yeah I'll put, the, I'll put, we'll go on, Teddy. Sorry. The, the only like band I've seen do like a, a live set that was probably safe was Jeff Rosenstock, where they were all masked up the entire time and their mm. bassist refused <laughs> to go play with them. And they, they, they green screened <laughs> them in. Yeah. That was that amazing. Was the, that was so funny. Me, I didn't see that at first. And then when I saw it, I was like, wait, Same. what? There was like, there was like the first like few shots weren't like that weird. And I was just like, something looks off about John. And then like, <laughs> yeah. like two minutes later, they were like spinning him around on like a green screen. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that was really funny. That yeah. was very funny. That was on Seth Meyers, right? Uh, they did one song on Seth Meyers, but then since everyone else in the band was in California, except for John, they did like a full live set on YouTube. Oh, cool. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I got to yeah. watch that. I got to check that yeah. out. It's yeah, fun. It's pretty tight. I, I don't love a lot of like late game Jeff Rosenstock stuff, but it's still fun to see him do his thing yeah that that's me too I'm, i love bomb i saw bomb like four times the, yeah. when i was like a young punker you know and it blew my fucking mind but like jeff i can't get into unfortunately yeah. I, I like jeff i think he's a really nice yeah player, he's, he's got a few he's got a few hits in, in the the late late career arc but it doesn't i did like the we cool i like the we cool record yeah. i like we that. cool was good and there's a song off of his second most recent one called um i think it's nine to 11 or something like that 11 to nine it's about like being sad and getting high in the subway and i'm like yeah all right, right, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I listened to no dream once or twice and i liked it and then i never put it on again but it's one of those things where like everything is put out recently it's just like i put it on i go yeah that sounds like a jeff record and then i have no desire to ever listen to it again yeah it's yeah. all consumption based yeah. music listening and it's crazy <laughs> i'm going yeah. i'm going through like old records right now so i'm listening to like Smokey robinson and you know being all <laughs> being all like oh i listen to Smokey robinson you yeah. know but like yeah I, I i'm so not about digesting new music right now at this moment you know it, it's 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 hard for it's me, hard i don't know where to get fine i try like i dig and like online <laughs> But um, I don't know what sites to trust. I will never. <laughs> I will never trust the alternative. Never ever. <laughs> I, I have exclusively been listening to hyper pop and Russian trap music for like the past like few weeks. Yeah, that seems like a you thing, Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was talking to Dan like a few days ago, and they were mentioning something. I was just like, oh yeah, I'm listening to the, like the new Raidway album and like something else, and they were like, I feel like you just make up shit. Like I could not tell if you were lying to me, and I was like, that's fair. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i i don't even know what i've been listening to so uh, it's hard it's hard to i don't i know you know what i've been actually i go back because you know i'm old older i guess i go back to all the stuff i missed out on by like three or four years so i've been listening to like strike anywhere and like hell yeah oh like, dude. Punk. yeah i love strike anywhere when i was a kid yeah, I remember. Like, I listened to Rise Against. I was like, "This is pretty good." And then I heard Strike Anywhere. I was like, "This is just what I wish Rise Against sounded like." Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh yeah, my god, they're awesome. They're so like yeah. melodic punk. And I was like, and like Kid Dynamite too. I was like, how did I never get into these Kid bands Dynamite, until yeah. like, like last year was the first time I started listening to that stuff. But wow, yeah, it's weird. I've I've been listening to that new Best of the Worst record. It's really good. Oh, I thanks. like it too. Yeah. Oh, like thank it. you. I like oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I never. I like I never trust anyone when they tell me that. I'm like, are you? I would, I would not. 
I would not lie to you. If I didn't like it, I would straight up tell you I didn't like it. All right, thanks. I think I think you can trust Kai and I that we're both mean enough that if this was ingenuous, you could tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll and I'll be honest with this one. I think I've only listened to the full thing twice through, so I don't I don't have a full hard opinion on it, other than the fact that like, yeah, okay, I can drive to this and not get bored. <laughs> cool. Yeah, try to throw a lot of flash in it. A lot of just like, whoa, what's gonna happen now? I I I enjoy that because like it's sort of like well emo music is so fucking predictable so I don't listen to emo bands like ever (laughs) and then but for some reason Spotify is only like yeah you love mom jeans oh you also really like origami angel but I I do like that I do really like origami angel I'm wearing an origami angel shirt right now (laughs) they're really sick they're They're so fucking fucking sick they're literally like the only twinkly band that I can like listen to in 2021 me too me too. Yeah. The things that they do. And yeah. it's like a two piece, right? Or there's it's a two piece. Yeah. There's two of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw them live with Joe. That was one of the, the last good shows I went to before the pandemic was. Yeah. Down at, uh, with Sheem at Clubhouse. Yeah. Right. We didn't play right. with them, but just Joe and I were both there. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Small, tiny room. I remember Elio farted in like the small yeah. room. <laughs> I looked over and he was like, I'm ripping ass over here. <laughs> Um, so I mentioned before that I asked the group chat what we should talk about. That was Elio's suggestion was we should talk about how much we all love Elio. So perfect. We, we do love Elio's farts. I love <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. I feel like my mood every time we've ever played with Gambo Gumbo Gumbo, uh, it's always <laughs> been like it's always been a really good time. And especially oh, yeah. whenever I see Elio on stage, <laughs> something about Elio on stage just makes me really happy every time. <laughs> He just always looks like he's having a blast and he's always so nervous for it. You would think he's ne- hasn't been playing shows for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. We, we played a show with Elio once up at, um, okay. Somewhere in fucking Oneonta, the cop frat, metal frat, something like that. And, uh, me and Dan both drank four locos that night and we're like, absolutely like piss ripped. And Elio was completely sober and Elio fucked up like every like three minutes. And it was one of those things where he's just like, you're sober. You're the only one in this band that isn't like blackout drunk. How did we play this badly? Like, and that's what I love about Elio. <laughs> Too nervous. Yeah, he's, he's a nervous little boy. Yeah, back in the alma mater. Just yeah, you know, oh, he man. wanted he wanted to flex, and we looked so fucking stupid. Oh. It, was, it was really funny though. Yeah, yeah, those shows are fun. He booked best yeah. and worst there once for Ska Wars. It was called. Ska- it was a all day yeah. ska show, <laughs> um, and it was like four. It was like maybe six years ago. It wasn't that long ago, but um. So the singer of Catch Twenty Two was head- headlining, like playing acoustic, and he plays like reggae ska stuff. And um, he didn't sing on Keys Be Nights. He sang on the later albums. Ryan Eldred, super nice guy, really chill, um, very off the grid, and like a band playing was covering Catch Twenty Two, and they called him on the stage, but it was the song off keys be nice the album he didn't sing on and like there's bad blood there yeah you know he the, other, the guy who formed streetlight like he sang yeah. his song yeah. and, and they called him up like come on down sing the song and he was like uh i didn't i didn't write this one but okay <laughs> pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> yeah it was rough that must be so awkward yeah what do you do because it's like yeah kids who look up to you for being yeah. part of a record but it's like you hate the fucking guy i don't know if he hates him 
At this point, I hope yeah, not. Yeah, at this point, they're they're both grown men. I would hope that you don't have beef over a ska record, but yeah. <laughs> I also love holding grudges, so I would not doubt it. I also like holding grudges. So. Yeah, yeah. Wait, can you tell me your your grudge with the alternative? I'll tell you my grudge with the alternative. Yeah. Besides, like it all seeming like middle of the road alternative indie rock that I just don't listen to because I I don't like live in a dorm and I'm like you know yeah I, I'm a grown man I don't need uh, a fucking website to tell me what to listen to <laughs> um, I wish there was but I can't find one but what, what really got me was they tweeted and this just made me feel like you're out of touch but they were like our challenge is to make Scottcore a thing in 2020 and I I, I was like that. I was like I've been doing that. this for 15 <laughs> years to no one no one's cared ever and now you're like Making it like a bit or like, I don't know. Don't fetishize yeah. me. Scott Cole is not a joke. All right. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> um, so yeah. without naming names, my uh, beef with the alternative is that at this point, this is like this. Once again, this is a, a stupid grudge. If you're listening to this, I don't actually give a shit about any of these things. It's funny to me at this point. But so like seven years ago at this point, when Bernie Sanders was running for president, they booked a uh, like a, a gig to support Bernie Sanders running and booked entirely cishet white dudes on their bill. And it wasn't like, like it was like a three or four band bill. It was like a 10 band festival that was all straight white dudes. And a friend of mine who I will not name posted on the event and was just like, hey, it's kind of fucked up that you're like running the show for what's probably the most progressive candidate on the bill and booking only cishet white dudes who fall into like this very narrow like music scene yep. and their comment got deleted and like they were banned from the event page and so i posted and i was like yeah I really said something great about your fucking like show if as soon as you take any sort of criticism from a queer person about the fact that you booked uh, like a non-inclusive lineup you like delete that and don't want to have a dialogue about it and meanwhile while this was happening as i was on tour um, I think we were coming back from South by Southwest. And so the one of the people that runs the alternative was like blowing up my phone, trying to message me about it. I kept being like, you don't understand the situation. It was supposed to be a much more diverse lineup, but we just couldn't get any of the bands that we wanted to. And all the bands they wanted to get were bands that were like, at this point, way out of their fucking league to play like some <laughs> benefit show in Montclair. And they were like, the, the person who owns the venue is Spanish, so it's really offensive that you would say this. And it's just like, the fuck are you talking about? And like the entire time I was like, I'm on tour. This is not my argument. I do not care. And I kept like reiterating that. I was like, I don't care. And then they like tried to like end it with like, so like, what's your band? Like we could like work something out with you. I was like, I don't, I don't want anything to do with this. I just wanted you to not delete the comment where a queer person called you out for booking all cishet white dudes. Like yeah. that's, that's it. Like, I don't even like, if you book all cishet white dudes, I don't care. I won't go to your show, but I'm not going to like make a fucking fuss about it. But if you are booking a show that you're pretending is radical and you can't even take like a hint of criticism, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Just Once own again, up to the comment. Own up, exactly. to, the comment. Own up to the comment. Exactly. Everything he told me in a DM, he could have posted in like the thing that was like, we tried to book more bands. This is who we ended up with. We think they'll draw big. We're more interested in making money than representation, which is yep. capitalism at its finest, but something, <laughs> some bullshit like that. Mwah, but it's mwah. one of those things where it's like, it's like, I don't know. Once again, this is six years ago. I don't yeah. give a shit what the alternative does now, but I will forever I think, hold a grudge because I can. <laughs> I think you can hold this grudge. No, listen, I think you're, I think you're allowed to hold this grudge on the basis that uh, of all of that bullshit, <laughs> like just the surface level of all that bullshit. And then also on just like the, the naivete of, of people at that time. And I think you're allowed to hold on to that because it, this 
could have been an eye-opening experience for said person. I know who this is for said person. Uh, I know this could have been an eye-opening experience for them. Maybe, who knows? But either way, they have to live with that fact. And also, if you go on Facebook, the event is still up in all of this. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I, yeah. I have looked at this before because Teddy, <laughs> Teddy, you told me this story. And yeah, thought, we talked about this semi recently because I was just like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. I've booked all straight white man lineups. I'm sure all of us have it by too. accident. It, it happens. Like, there yeah. are a lot of straight white men who like to play music and not a lot of people who don't, especially on a Tuesday night or some shit. Like, yeah. you yeah. take what you can get. Said, is that we all three of us just agreed that like yeah we accidentally booked like all white guys on the same bill and yeah. none of us had a problem with saying that out loud. I've I've made this point like especially clear because I think someone tried to call me out for booking a show that was like all like said white dudes and I said like the same thing where I was like it's a Tuesday night and I asked ten bands and four of them said yes. It's like do you want to play a show on Tuesday night? No, no one does. But I'm yeah. trying to book a goddamn band. Book you a need, show for you like, need oh. that you need that white dude ego to be like I yeah. want to fucking rock. Yeah, the yeah. I want to because we white guys only white guys have nothing else to do on a Tuesday night. <laughs> exactly. I need someone whose parents are paying their fucking rent so they can play at the meat locker at 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh man. Yeah, that's it's it's funny. Um I think it's true to well and I think Kai we it's funny we did a podcast about this but the way you bring more people in that are not white is you you book and you you get everyone involved, everyone in the mix, you know? I'm like uh I, I make it so obvious of what I'm trying to do. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people haven't done in the past is that they're kind of like they're not they're not forward with their intentions while well, I'll come out of the gate and say like, hey, if you're like black, brown or any sort of queer, like hit me up, please. You know, like yeah. that's kind of it. You know, I, I'm very open with my with with the way that I book my things. And and and, and a lot of people don't really do that. And that's OK. That, that's that's their vibe. That's yeah. their vibe. That's their, yeah. Well, all right. So if I if I could push back a little, I've seen people brag about. It's actually at that one edge DIY meeting that I went to that you were with you and Sophia. Yeah. And a person in a I won't say they were, but they were wearing a fedora and they were bragging about um making okay, friends okay. with making friends with minorities. Like I'm really good at, <laughs> I'm really good at bringing them into the scene. And it felt like some weird like tokenizing yeah. get and like, you know, obviously like if your intentions are pure, then they are and that's it. Yes, you know? yes. No, it's definitely a weird thing to say out loud for sure. Like, I don't think I would ever say like, oh yeah, I fucking, you know, me and black guys were tight. <laughs> you know, I don't think, I don't think I'll say that ever <laughs> necessarily. Yeah, it had like but, a, like a Pokemon collector vibe. I didn't yeah, like it. Yeah, sounds sounds very like, get out to me. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Teddy, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, my... My whole thing was like, I just wanted to book the shows that I wanted to go to. And since I have a diverse group of friends and listen to a diverse group of like music, then the shows that I booked usually ended up being diverse, both musically and with the people who played it. And if you're not interested in that, and those are the shows you book, that's fine. But then you don't get to complain when no one cares about your shows that are four white dudes who could have been in the same band five times over. And that's it. And the same thing happens when people like that try and book shows where they try and be diverse, but they do it for the wrong reasons where they always want like the oh we have like a token woman or a token person of color on the bill so right. that people will be like um this show isn't racist there was one black person on it like shit like that and it's 
I don't know. It, it feels like a lot of people are doing diversity for the wrong reason, and it, it comes off as really weird to me. But once again, I, I am a white person who is like male passing, so I don't have the, the highest <laughs> priority in this conversation. Well, I think what Teddy, you're saying, and what Joe was saying before was like Pokemon cards, you know, where it's like, yeah, I got this one, I got this one, I got that one. And sometimes like when I'm looking at a bill that I'm putting together, I'll think like, oh, yeah, that, that, I don't know about that. And like, I'll, I'll make adjustments accordingly to what I think would be good. But ultimately, like what Teddy said is like, yeah, I know a fuck ton of people. Like I, yeah. I've gone to open mics specifically to look for opening acts. Like I'll go to coffee houses and see like somebody play an acoustic guitar and sing really fucking beautifully in a person afterwards and be like, Hey, uh, you're not white. You want to come play the show? <laughs> or I'll be that straightforward with it where it's like, Hey, so like there's like seven other white guys with acoustic guitars, but like you can come play this game. Too. <laughs> yeah. We just but got yeah, too many is, feelings. It is a Pokemon cards. It is yeah. a Pokemon card game. Sometimes it, it's, it's, it's just, tricky. Yeah. Us it, white it, guys it, love being in the spotlight. We yeah. love singing about relationships and breakups. <laughs> I, lo- I love wearing hey, those dancers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do too sometimes, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it, and that's like, that's the beauty of it is that like, even though I might not look like you, I talk like you, I might talk even more than what you can say. That's, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that, that, uh, I think that music has no fucking boundaries. Of course. Of like who can say what? Yeah. I think the beautiful thing about being in New Jersey or like even Philly, like just such like diverse areas is a lot of times like you don't have to try and you'll get kind of mixed bills off the bat. Yes. Yeah. That's what pisses me off so much in like places like Brunswick, where once again, you get teacher Uga Booga playing a million fucking gigs and, you know, Joe, Joey Pepsi playing like 70. I can actually, that's a real name. Never mind him. You know, we can beep it out. We can beep it out. Yeah. Okay. You get all that bullshit that just like plays the same things over and over again. There's like a jam band house at some point. I don't know if you were aware of that, Joe, but like they were, they there would be these like jam bands that would play like 40 minute long sets each. <laughs> and that's all they did. But like, once again, I wasn't talking shit to them necessarily. They're doing their, they're doing their own thing. They're yeah. doing their thing. If you want to have like 30 people in a basement and listening to the same drum and bass line over and over again, that's fine. That's totally fine. I love people, Steely Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I like Steely Dan. They're yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I, I went through a Steely Dan phase during quarantine. <laughs> I'm still yeah. in it. <laughs> All right. Joe, you got to tell me your beef with the alternative now. Now that, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. now that I've gotten myself canceled in New Jersey. It was just, it was just the Scott core comment. That was really, I'm sorry. Oh, that was it? I don't have more, but that's, that's just, okay. They offended my heritage as a Scott kid. Yeah. And I really was not down with, uh, I don't and know. like, I know that on the level, it seems stupid to get like get mad about that, but I get it that like there are like entire scenes that have existed, and it's annoying when people try and capitalize on it and pretend that they are the first. They're like, ones look that, what like, I discovered! Look what I exactly. found! Look yeah. at this! And yeah. it's all it's all because Jared, the person who does Scott Two Network, like gave Scott such a fucking huge platform. Yeah. Like, oh the, my god, yeah, which is great. It's sick, but Scott would still be getting clowned on if it wasn't for them making it cool for young people. And that, like you were saying, they're trying to capitalize and be like, oh, Jer, let's put a pot hardcore ska was real. And it's just like, yo, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> have, have you, have you like, and it's so funny because um, I, person who may have tweeted that may have 
been growing up in New Jersey at the time that ska core was a yeah. very prevalent And not even genre. like our band, like Folly or like <laughs> not even your Folly, exactly. Folly Yeah. It felt sheltered. It felt like a sheltered take. Like you don't know yep. punk music, but yeah. you, you care about local music and you want to showcase it to their credit. Like their, their site is super diverse. They cover lots of genres. It's all different types of people. Like, you know, but I See, was, that's my, like, that's my gripe with them. I don't think it's that diverse. I don't <laughs> really? think it's that diverse. I did a quick scan. I don't know. I think, uh, oh no, no, I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, their Spotify playlists are pretty diverse, but it's also really fucking easy to click add to playlist on a, yeah. on a phone or whatever. That, like, it's not like, it's not necessarily like they're digging deep and, and the p- bands and the artists that they tweet about sometimes or, or promote are always like the same. <laughs> and you can always tell when, when one of them was, was uh or you could always tell when another band wrote their review or wrote their like write up for for it or some shit you know like yeah. and it's a copy paste situation oh man yeah that's gross yeah i, I, don't, I, I don't i don't follow them so i don't know i refuse to <laughs> and then they follow the best of the worst i almost tweeted at them unfollow this account <laughs> And I was like, I got to chill. My bandmates will not be happy. Yeah. I would do it. I would do it. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> I, like I, the, that's yeah. the vibe of the best of the worst is that like the band has existed for so many years and you're still going to exist regardless of who covers you. Exactly. You know? What do you do? Take my job away? I can't teach exactly. band anymore. I don't give a shit about anything else, really. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that Spotify playlists are one of my biggest fucking gripes in like the like current pandemic state. It's like every fucking three days, someone's just like, you know what will save the music scene is I'm gonna put together a Spotify playlist solely based off of what people send me that's gonna be three fucking hours long, and then someone's gonna listen to it. Who has ever listened to any of those goddamn Spotify playlists? I would never, I would never listen to a fucking Spotify playlist that someone I did not like personally know made specifically for me. I will never listen to one that's like some fucking person's like i put it together seven hours and the best musicians from philadelphia who fucking cares like if it's like, not even seven best it's just the the seven most bands that commented the fastest exactly like the, like that's once again like as i said previously my my biggest gripe with music journalism and diys that no one's mean and the same thing goes with these spotify playlists is that there's no actual art or like skill put into it like no one actually sat down and was like what would make a good playlist what would people want to listen to what bands would like sound good together what would what songs would flow nicely into each other they're just like i accepted 300 songs here are those 300 songs i've never listened to yeah it's even worse when they're collaborative playlists oh and it's just everybody adding all their own music it's like why isn't the end game it's it's gonna be literally every song on spotify like that's right i think that's the end game yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. support support the scene and it's literally every song in human existence (laughs) isn't uh well so is there ever payola with that like pay to be on this playlist i know for for bands on labels yes like bands that get a huge monthly uh jump in monthly list my sister's uh uh, ex-husband, maybe I should bleep this part out, but he <laughs> he is a rapper now, and it's fucking hilarious because he like raps about like like he raps like Fifty Set kind of, and it's like a white Italian guy, and he raps about like spaghetti and sauce and stuff. It's <laughs> oh, really bad. I like that. I like that. That rule. No, but it's like <laughs> the John calls a DIY rap. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. a line like "Real G's moving silence like gnocchi" because the the G's 
I like that. Reference. Wait, that's that's an actually really smart rhyme. Yeah. God damn it! That's a good that's a good line and a reference to the little Wayne real G's move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Which Fuck, is I didn't even really, realize he stole it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, I mean that's good then because it's a reference to that little Wayne lyric, but making it even more Italian than lasagna. <laughs> All right. I'm starting both of you. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I'm starting both of you a video after. It's bad, I swear. But he's right, he gonna jump. send you a Spotify no, you playlist have, of my yeah, favorite. You have sent me yourself rapping in a vampire accent. I don't think you get to critique other people's <laughs> rap careers. Gary Vampires is one of the best in the game to do it. <laughs> He's got new material coming. <laughs> Gary Vampire, I want that as a mixtape, please. It's, it's kinda, real. It's, yeah, it's kind of problematic, but it's real. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wait, so I, I know Paola for the, the Spotify playlist thing is real. But that what thing, yeah. it was what was happening at NJ DIY that was like so common? Because I saw it on my feed all the time. I don't know. I I, I don't remember why me and uh, Madison started clowning on NJ DIY, but I'm very happy that I'm banned from that group. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my chest. See, I was I'm like I'm pseudo off and on Facebook. Like I have two Facebook accounts for some fucking reason. Um, the other one's currently in getting in the process of getting deleted. You have to wait like a month. Yeah, apparently. It's, it's fucking wild. Yeah, that, so, that's some so, like dystopian shit that you have to wait for your Facebook to be deleted. Yeah, and I also had to like wait to download all of my own information or like my own photos. And I thought that was very interesting. But but regardless, so I wasn't in the NJ DIY group on my new page, so I have no idea what happened. <laughs> This is a good good old time. People were just having a good time. Yeah, we were just joking around and we all got banned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so we're using this platform to stay connected to other local musicians exactly. in a fun and a fun and entertaining way. Uh-huh. Fucking get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Post the thing that I got banned for was I posted, I made a Spotify playlist that was called uh, Old Punks Who Hate Fun. And I posted it and I was like, hey guys, I'm looking for submissions to my new uh, Spotify playlist. And then they kicked me out. Yeah. I, I, so I don't know if I was the catalyst because I really credit most of the yeehaw good time to you and Madison. But Yeah, it was mostly Madison. Yeah, yeah. I made a post like, I'm looking to start a band, need a guitarist, bassist, drummer, keyboard player, lead vocalist. <laughs> And then, like, I was just people were responding, like, I'm in. And I was like, all right, I'm not in the band. Like, yeah, um, pay, pay, pay me $60. Yeah. But then, yeah, I became like uh, Madison Shoe Post and the, the guy from Two and a Half Men. And yeah. then, <laughs> John Cryer. Yeah. 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 yeah like, John Cryer's all over the fucking place. Yeah. Now. It was great. It was really funny. But then, you know what? It's like these old the older punks know what's best for us and they had to lay yeah. the law they had to silence us yeah and it's for the new jersey scene's own good so yeah. they had to say look you could only post real playlists and t-shirts on band camp fridays yeah <laughs> and you can post the fucking outdoor shows that's a and thing the that people shows. have been advertising now in NJDLI, which is oh fine God. yeah it cost- makes me want to be in the group now cause sent me a screenshot literally like right before we started recording of uh, someone posting being like, I got three original band slots left in April for a paid socially distanced gig opportunity. Give me a shout on here or email me. Thank you. So that's what you can do in NJ DIY, but God forbid you joke around with your friends about playing yeah, fake shows or whatever. You we would think doing. that like helps strengthen the scene. I know there's like another Facebook yeah. group like shit post. I forget what it is, but um, yeah, I, um, you know, everyone's just having fun. 
Well, exactly. No one was being mean. No one was. Yeah, it's it, like that was the thing. It was so funny. I think Ross was the first one to get banned because they posted some video of like the. It was like an edited video where NJDIY was like the bad guy in like a movie scene or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's that's and, amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find the the meme that Madison got deleted for. Hold on, let me. The 1984 meme is yeah, so that was that was the one I made. <laughs> yeah. I Have love you that seen, one. I think it was originally a Ben Garrison comment. It was like some comment on like whatever bullshit censorship uh, right wingers are complaining about. There was like a guy flipping back a calendar and it to the date that's like January 1984 or whatever. And I commented the other person and be like, "Honey, you can't uh, shit post an NJDIY anymore or something like that." <laughs> yeah, it was so good. What is this 1984? We can't yeah. shit post. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, but um, God. you know. I, I know that group as just people wanting things. And look, if people can network often and find guitarists, great. You could probably also do that on Craigslist. But um, I see a lot of like acoustic guitar people going live is what I see. It's yeah, 7,000 yeah. people. It's a lot of people. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's hard to have that many people all on the same page. Exactly. And it's hard to keep like them all within the same demographic of of punk rock or, or rock music whatever you want to fucking call it diy music let's say that as a blanket term <laughs> yeah yeah so gets a little fishy mm. but, uh they know what's best so they had to shut it down <laughs> yeah oh my god that's so ridiculous who even runs who runs that group nowadays i i uh probably I'm not gonna name names but i do know exactly who it is <laughs> yeah start starts with an a <laughs> no Okay. Okay. Some of, some of the people I know and like, and I met in cool. And yeah, I'm sure they're all cool. Some of them yeah. have been I, cold to me. <laughs> so I've had people try to ignore me before, and it's real. And like this was when I had blonde hair, and also the only five foot Asian kid at the show. So it's always really funny when people try to ignore me because it's like, no, you recognize me. <laughs> oh, like talk, like talking in person, tried to ignore you, or like you know, do that thing where you like walk by without saying hello, and then I'm I such a that. dick where I'm like, hey. Yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. Where like, if shows come back, I'm saying hey to everyone. Like, I'm gonna why, say hi why to not? Everybody. Yeah, why would we even pretend that any of this matters? I think I said hi to everybody in general because I always like feeling like really popular when I come into like the basin. I'll be like, hey, what's up? Hey, you, you know, yeah. and then I always found it weird when people didn't like to say hi to me. Like, am yeah. I that annoying? I, I always so. feel bad <laughs> whenever someone adds me on Facebook. If I don't know them personally, I immediately mute them so I don't see them on my timeline. <laughs> but it causes all these people to develop parasocial relationships with me because they'll see yes. all my stuff and think we're friends. So there have been people that have come up to me in like basements and been like, oh, what's up? And it's like, I literally have no idea who this person is. And they feel like they know me because they've seen me shit posts for like fucking like three years. <laughs> the worst is when the person doesn't even have like a real profile photo of like themselves yeah so you're kind of like i don't know if yeah, this how- is black square <laughs> with red line like i yeah. don't know if that's you or all these people that have like fake names which i get not using a real name on facebook but this is like how am i supposed to know who you are fake <laughs> fake guy fake guy <laughs> that facebook got yeah. deleted actually oh uh, no did it yeah, yeah they asked for a picture of my driver's license because <laughs> someone reported my fake name and they're like we need a picture of your driver's license yeah. to know your real name so i sent them a picture of me giving the middle finger <laughs> and then there, every time I try to log in, it's like your account is under review. But all my shit's been wiped. So 
I, I tried to change my name back to Hoobastank on Facebook, and I just sent in a super blurry photo of my driver's license in the hope that some dude getting paid minimum wage in, like, Indonesia would just be like, yeah, fuck it, like, all right, and approve me. <laughs> but they denied me, so I'm stuck as Teddy. I legally, I cannot change my name on Facebook unless I provide legal identification for it. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I found the meme that Madison got banned for, and it was a photo of Alan Harper from Two and a Half Men, and it just said NJDIY care for each other's have fun on it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's apparently getting kicked out worthy. <laughs> so. I mean, the people I've run that group are mostly North North Jersey, right? Yeah. I, I know like every single one of the admins, and I think I'm friends with most of them on Facebook, which just makes this so much funnier. I don't care. Like, I'm not mad. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's. It's funny. Yeah. The only thing that I am like a little mad about was I was going to post in it to see I'm booking another online gig in like a few weeks and I need like one more band. I was like, oh, this would be a great time to post an NJ DIY, but I fucking can't. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one time you yeah. need it during the pandemic. <laughs> exactly. Like the one really necessary time. Yeah. Although you could try NJ DIY too on Facebook. Well, that's the thing is I posted asking, I was like, can I actually post here to shit post? And everyone just commented with jokes about it. I was like, all right, maybe I won't actually post here. I'll no, you could. You could. I'll get clowned on for my, my genuine post. No, I'm Who's sure someone will take you up on it. Yeah. Or Craigslist. <laughs> or Craigslist. Yeah. Craigslist making a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love Craigslist. I think Craigslist is the best fucking medium for like, communicating with your local people i think it's a better medium than njdiy facebook page like <laughs> the know. amount of things that i go through and i look at everything in craigslist like i'm in misconnection like i'm in all that shit <laughs> so i love it i love it i used to be a big craigslist fan but I, i've switched over to facebook marketplace for the most part because i know that it's not yeah, someone who's gonna, things, yeah, yeah who's not gonna shit, murder yeah. or scam me like yeah because I, I, i've been scammed on craigslist or like gone to like meetups for shit that like didn't exist and it's just like great i'm glad i drove 20 minutes to sit in a parking lot because someone failed to scam me out of paypaling them ahead of time whereas yeah. on facebook it's just like i have your fucking photos i know where you live like you better not fucking uh, try and swipe this fucking laptop from me. Like, yeah, I got catfished off Craigslist once, actually. What? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're far enough in the podcast where I can tell the story. Um, this whole point, my uh, administrator won't li- wouldn't listen this far in anyway. Um, I don't know, just like a dumb, like horny nineteen year old kid. But it basically, long story short, is uh, I was like. FaceTiming with someone, but their camera didn't work and I got naked. <laughs> and like I knew it was wrong, but I was like, oh, maybe it's not, maybe it's real. Yeah, you're on you're on that like seeking suspicion of like this could be a magical moment. Yeah. And you that's how I met your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had a Facebook girlfriend in like a seventh or eighth grade or whatever. Oh. It was the same thing where it's like, oh, I'll never meet you, but like, you know, your photo is really cute. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's important yeah. to be safe on the web, everyone. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> don't, don't give out your, your real address or your name. Stranger danger. Yeah. And uh, if you want to respect law and order, join the NJDOI Facebook yeah. group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you like succinct messages, if you're looking for a band, if you're looking for a playlist to yeah. collaborate with. I used to troll that group a little bit. And then I was like, that was the thing is like, I've been trolling NJ DIY for like fucking years. Like I yeah. looked on like my like post history before I got deleted. And like the last thing I had posted was looking for bands for a, a pro cop benefit show at a firehouse. <laughs> and I was just like, like I've done nothing but shit posts in this having group, fun. but have fun. And, but apparently no fun allowed anymore. This is a, 
Yeah. Uh, NJDOI is the new cops. You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Man, I had a fake Facebook page and I would post, I was like, I made my job that I was a promoter and I'd post every few months, running an amazing show, hit me up. And I would get like 20 messages and I would just fuck with people. And then I got a, a job teaching and I was like, I got to chill. So I stopped. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that idea though, being like, Hitting the line, hit my line. Well, because good shows. What feels like it feels like people always, and I again, I'm not in the group really enough to know. Feels like people always want to take, like people mm-hmm. always want yeah. opportunity for them. Yes. And rarely are people giving something altruistically. Like, true. Yeah. True. That's that DIY in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. We're all, well, this is the thing that I've been, been like racking in my brain for you know, the past year. It's been like, you know, we like to consider ourselves like a collective group, but realistically, we're all our own band bubbles or friend band bubbles, yeah. you know, where it's like, you know, we're really tight in our sphere, but like not necessarily your sphere, but like we'll still be nice to your sphere. But, you know, I, I, I found that a little dissonant with and trying to consider us as friends while we're still like not really in the same like bubble of people. You know, I, I don't know. Weirded me out. Hence why I changed it and made a new Facebook with people that I actually know in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you're it's, right. It's weird when it gets to the point where you're like, oh, so many of my re- relationships are just like parasocial dudes trying to hit me up for like yeah. clout or whatever. Yeah. People want something, you know? Yeah. People want, people just yeah. want it, you know? Yeah. And it, and, they, and they'll say anything. They'll, they'll tell you how great your band is without ever hearing your last yeah. record. I love that shit where it's like, oh, this is the best band. Well, if everyone's the best band, then who's like a not yeah. a good band? Like, yeah. you know, like who's not doing good? Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I'm only friends with Joe, so he'll keep sending me choke artist hats. <laughs> That's my big money making scheme. Yeah. As long as Teddy keeps losing hats, we'll oh my stay God. in business. I literally, I think I'm on hat number four because I, I just lose hats like constantly. I go on the task rabbit and I pay someone $20 to break <laughs> Break into your house and steal Choke Artist Beatty. Yeah. So it's been working. You know, I know I left one of them in Albany. Right. I don't know where the other three ended up. Yeah. Probably there's one in Newark. I always Some like thinking them. about that, actually, of how much clothes and shit that I've left throughout like the country yeah. in like weird places. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, when when we ran a house venue uh, back in Newark, we had like a lost and found of clothes and that's no really claimed, good. No one claimed like any of it. So we just started giving it out at shows. We were like, if you need clothes, if you need food, we had like this like donation ban. And people just kept putting stuff in. So eventually I think Lex from Sunrot took all of it and donated it to like a shelter. So oh, yeah. if you if you left something at our house over the past like six years, it went to a good home. Oh, that's all awesome. <laughs> that's beautiful because like yeah. they obviously weren't contacting you. Exactly. I've only uh, ever contacted one house show for something actually, and it was like a flannel shirt. That was like a really, <laughs> it was a really nice flannel shirt. It was in, it wasn't like those like Aeropostale ones. It was like field and stream, you know, heavy <laughs> duty flannel. Yeah, your your farmer outfit. <laughs> My farmer outfits, exactly. Um, Kai, you, Kai, you have some nice fits. I, I yeah. will say. I don't. I don't know if I have nice fits other than that. I just think I wear kind of the same thing, so it just looks good on. <laughs> <laughs> Although this is a nice shirt, this is from a Lancaster Brewery company. It's really Ooh, cool. Nice cool spot. Real cool yeah. spot. Your video is frozen for me, so I cannot see it. But I, That's I will imagine it. That's fine. I can no, I, I, I can only imagine my videos frozen this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it in post. 
Yeah. I do have a, I got a pro, someone to help me produce the podcast. So now my, work, yeah. my workload is wow. cut in half. So they're, they're an amazing person. So thank oh, you. Wow. So they got to deal with this bullshit. I'm yeah, so sorry. Like, my, my videos froze. <laughs> they're going to be like, these people are really bitter. <laughs> um, I like those other people you talk to. They seem really positive about their music release. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine how much different like the podcast where you talk to like Elio about like teaching during a pandemic versus me and Kai just being like, yeah, fuck all these people over beefs that don't matter anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was a whole matter one. anymore. Yep. The teacher podcast is very wholesome. You know, That's Elio. cute. I gotta check that out. Elio is very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap this one up too. I gotta go make dinner. Okay. Yeah, bro, no problem. But yeah, I, I just brewed you. I just brewed you. I just brewed you. I actually <laughs> said, "Yeah, bro, go ahead." It's, who am it's I? It's See who I become. See who I've become now. I actually yeah. appreciate it because no one calls me that, and now I feel <laughs> my masculinity has been affirmed. So that, yeah, yeah, I'll bro you. I'll bro you anytime. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, just wish I was in a basement getting misgendered by someone who's asking me for something. <laughs> one day. One day. Yeah, soon. One day again. <laughs> a person a person that has messaged my queer uh like record label where we have our pronouns in the fucking description will call me hey man I'm looking for a show thanks bro thanks in advance dude <laughs> so yeah. it's like clearly you didn't do any research yeah you whatsoever. didn't do literally any research you're just probably copy and pasting a fucking facebook yep. message over and over and over yep. i know how it is i know oh, yeah. how it is oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've, we've all book fans before hey um, i've yeah. done it if we are departing, I, I do have one more suggestion for what we can talk about. Uh, oh, from, yes. From our yes. group. This is from John Cos. He suggested that we talk about RuneScape. I know okay. I was you. playing I was playing RuneScape like two, three years ago, and I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. yeah. What, what are your opinions on RuneScape, Joe? I, I, it sounds like a carpet cleaner to me. <laughs> <laughs> are you, I don't RuneScape. know if you're too, I don't Dude, know if you're too old or too young for RuneScape. Or just too sheltered from the yeah. real world. I don't. Yeah. I don't know, actually, Joe. I think Joe, you might have you might have been able to catch RuneScape at the time, like when it was like yeah. fucking shitty servers <laughs> and all. But because I remember when it was really shitty, because I was very young, very yeah. Young. yeah. I remember being on RuneScape and having some like random dude be like, "You don't get any pussy yet." Like, and it's probably <laughs> and it's and it's definitely like some fucking like yeah, seventeen some, year older, you know, like nobody nobody over the age of eighteen at least. <laughs> yeah. It was another 12-year-old trying to flex on you 12-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, for like something that neither of us experienced. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go message him back now. Be like, uh, just to let you know, sir, I have gotten <laughs> Following up, following up. Yeah. As uh, per our last conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope this email finds you well. I have gotten pussy. Oh man, I used to get bullied by a kid in my math class. He was a year older than me, but he would like stab me with a pen and punch me all the time. And one day he turned to me and said, Do you even get blowjobs? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. But what did he mean? Like, do you receive or yeah. do you like get do you the understand? Concept? Like, do you understand how it works? Wrap your head around wrapping your lips around this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, thank both of you for coming on. Of course. Thank you. This is so much fun. I love to talk shit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We're going to bleep everything out in post. Yeah. <laughs> the entire, talk, the entire audio is just a fucking tone. <laughs> I didn't I didn't talk half as much as I thought I would. So no, I'm you're very good. proud of myself. We were good. We were all fine. It's squeezed. I, I'm going to get, get canceled by the alternative, but I already have them blocked on Facebook and Twitter. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't follow that. What are you going to do? Not write about my band? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, my band like, that doesn't exist. 
I Damn, they're not going to cover my Eurodance EP that I'm putting out. Never fuck. know. Yeah, I, I literally don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about me. So <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to sound like I'm jealous or bitter. It's just I don't care and it's not relevant to me. Yeah. They, that's, know, so. that's it too. Like, I'm, I don't think I'm a jaded punk. I just don't fucking care what anyone thinks about me. You're more you honest. Know? Yeah, and you're confident in yourself. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I think yeah. I can get, I think I get jaded sometimes when I hear other people talk about punk, but like, ultimately, it's like, I don't care what you're doing. I kind of care about what I'm doing and I don't care if you like what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get pussy, so I don't care what anyone thinks about <laughs> yeah, me. I get, I get pussy. I'm fine. <laughs> 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 Woo. All right. <laughs> we'll end on that. Thanks again.